Jared and um <laughs> I've been thinking <coughs> Ah <laughs> Just bust everybody's ears. RIP everyone with headphones <laughs> right now. Jesus. Oh my god, this is the first episode! <laughs> How is this sound? I think, oh, the gain might be a little loud because I'm Oh my god, it's really like exploding there. Okay, so Ah! in honor of this being the first episode, I'm going to pop your cherry. Are you ready? What is it? Wait, is it going to make a good noise? Yeah, it is. I should turn the gain up for that. Okay. It's going to make a really good noise. Hold on. It's like champagne. (laughs) Open, you piece of shit. Okay, it's not sponsored. I wish. It's a burp. Bird. Belgian beer called La Fin du Mont. And it's La Fin not- du Mont? Yeah. That sounds French. It's Belgian. Do they speak well, French Belgian? there? Yeah, they speak oh. French. <laughs> um, Jerry Education. And <laughs> yeah, so it's like a Belgian beer. And so it's like 9% beer. It's a whole bottle, like 750 mils, except you can't taste the alcohol in it at all. So. You drink like why a have I never bit, had that? That's my kind of beer. Because you don't like beer. Well, I do like beer. True, but I haven't drank it in a while because my tummy troubles. That's, yeah. And then also, I you know I cut gluten for a while, and then I just kind of stopped. Now I just have fucking vodka water essentially. <laughs> and that um, whatever drink, Canada Cooler. Wait, no. No, it was too. It was too sugary. What? Cosmopolitan. Oh, the Duchess. That was so good. My friend that has the radio show, she was the one that was like posting about it. And then I, I didn't even know what it was. And then I saw it in the liquor store and I was like, well, that's cute. That's the thing that she had. Mm-hmm. So then I had to buy it. And then when I drank it, she was like, did you love it? And I was like, um, it brought me right back to the last time that I had Cosmopolitans, which is when I blacked out. So, yep, it tastes like a Cosmopolitan because I went through an emotional journey when I had the first sip. Goodness. <laughs> All right, ready? Yeah. Oh man, that sounded so good. That was great. Okay, we can turn the game back. Now. Yeah. <laughs> um, cheers to me. Yay. So, just so you know, I am stone cold sober. <laughs> I thought you were going to say stone. I was like, no, that's no, me. I'm not stoned. Cheers, <laughs> stone. I'm drinking so that I will um, say. <gasps> you hear that? Oh, <gasps> put it towards the mic. Wait. That's so nice. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. That's wow. That's the beer. That's an Asian Samar for you. Wow. Oh, and a motorcycle going by or something. Oh. <laughs> okay. Some sense. Um, but yeah, I want to say some good stuff in the beginning, and then it'll. I'll hopefully get funnier as we go. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm already uh-huh. like, I took an edible like an hour and a bit ago. It's um, it's called ganja edibles, ganja leaf, and it literally says warning, high potency. That's correct. It's 500 milligrams. Oh, did you take the whole thing? No, I would. F- Pass away. Okay. <laughs> I was like, um, are you dead? No, I would not be <laughs> here. hallucination You would yours? be hosting by yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, this is 500 milligrams. Milligrams? Is that what? Yeah. yeah. And you just have to take the tiniest little bite because. I like that I'm talking about this as if I know. Well, I don't, I don't know math, so know. that's what you're doing for me. Um, but yeah, you take the tiniest little bite. Like I usually can take about 20 to 30 milligrams and that's like a decent amount for me. But yeah, I took a bigger bite of this today because... I was like, I, I want this, you know, this is the first episode, it's got to be good. If you've listened to the trailer, then you know who I am. I'm Jared Stephen Meek, and I am your royal highness. Um, <laughs> I mentioned this in the trailer, so if you haven't listened to the trailer yet, listen to it. But um, this podcast was born out of uh, me just being a complete dork when I take my edibles to go to bed. <laughs> I used to send videos that was we did this little segment. I did this little segment called um, "This Edible Is Way Too Strong," featuring me, um, and I'm just hilarious. And so I just was, and I'm also my most creative too when I'm high. So I was like, you know, let's make something out of this. And it's not, you know, a podcast for weed smokers or like you have to be, you know, anybody can listen to this podcast. It's not even really about weed. It's just an excuse to make puns, to be less anxious. And this is like the container of it, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just the fact that I'm high while we're doing it. (laughs) Yeah. So, and like guests don't have to be high. No, yeah. But I chose <laughs> to drink. Yeah. Yeah. So like I have some people that probably will as get high as well, but mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter. 
it's just as mad as that I am, which yeah. I am. No, because <laughs> if I got high, you would also you be, would be hosting by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, bye, Jesse. Jesse can take, like, a fourth of the amount that I would take in, like, an, an edible or, like, a brownie or something, and she's dead to the world for three <laughs> <Yeah>. days. Goodbye. <laughs> no, I would not exist. Okay, so um, we need to introduce you. Yeah! Not my best friend! Tell me who Correct. you are. Wait, also... also jesse's in my bubble actually we're not even in a bubble because we live together we live in the same building together together so that's why i wanted to do this first episode with her so we Mm -hmm. could do it in person together and we're also like out of the people that we know i think we're the two that respect covid restrictions (laughs) the fucking most yeah i can swear right yeah okay yeah (laughs) i swear like no one else that i know are like as insane about rules, masks, distancing, and bubbling as much as we yeah, are. Yeah, we literally have, like, a death li- like list of people that, you know, our, our fucking lovely neighbor we're currently trying to take down. I Good hope she doesn't ever oh, listen to this, but... She had a friend over. I was leaving, and she had music blasting, and she was talking to someone, so she has a friend over. It's a girl. Put it in the notes. <laughs> We've literally got a list of infractions from her. Oh, man. Okay, anyways, back to introducing you. Right. Who am I? <laughs> Who are you? What do you do? Who am I? Okay, well, professionally, my name... No, my name is actually Jessie Liang. Um, but Exactly. <laughs> but I do have another name, the same way that I have two birthdays. I have another name, my Chinese name, which is Liang Chaojie. I was born and raised in Sao Paulo, Brazil, until I came to Canada and went to university here. Um, many, many universities and diplomas later, <laughs> um, I am an actress, an acting coach. I'm a playwright. Well, I mean, I wrote one act, <laughs> one, one act play, and it got selected for a festival with Jared, you and me. Hey, um, that got canceled because of COVID. Yeah, and it got canceled. So, you know, I'm saying that I'm a playwright, but it's just like, the world hasn't seen my stuff <laughs> yet. <laughs> what else? Um, technically, I'm the associate Producer. producer? associate something producer so associate artistic pro- I oh don't even yeah know the title but something for the <laughs> it's terrible I know that I don't know my title but it's because I haven't been able to do a lot with my with this thing yet with this role because of fuck fucking COVID yeah I can say fucking COVID <laughs> on this podcast um, yeah. I couldn't swear in the last podcast that I was on so I'm just like <laughs> trying to be so correct um, but yeah um, it's a theater company called Solo Collective based in Vancouver and I technically have a role in it but I haven't been active because COVID what else? Yes. wow first of all that candle is starting <laughs> to smell really nice it's vanilla do you mm. smell it? oh and yeah. it smells like I just got like a, like a bakery or something like vanilla something cake it smells like cake mmm it's sweeter than cake, though. It'd yeah. be like frosting, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Like in the, in the cupcake shop. I also I was <laughs> laughing because I saw that candle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my room is a, just a museum of fun times. <laughs> that candle, it's like for people, who, well, no one can see this. So <laughs> um, it's a V sign, like a victory sign. This is the voice. Yeah. And it looks, like the, it looks like the voice um, logo. logo. Um, and it has a wick on the fingers, and then Jared painted <laughs> the the nails on those fingers. That was on my birthday last yeah. year, which was almost an entire year ago. And you also ago. lit you lit it while the the paint and we was were still on fresh. Zoom. Oh my gosh! I thought yeah, you were I thought that it was going to light up on. because it was nail polish, I thought, and I didn't yeah. know if that was flammable. Yeah, That's really scary. insane to think that. My birthday, like, I was sitting right here Zooming with you guys on my, oh my birthday God. in April of last year. That's I wild. remember in March thinking, oh, by April we should be okay. And now I we're thought, a whole entire March later. I and thought by June. Just based on, like, how <sighs> Asia had handled um, COVID, I was like, eh, I think by the summer we'll be good. Yeah. Well, and now my birthday is coming up again and it's probably going to be another COVID birthday. Well, I don't know. Or maybe we'll get just the bubbles. Yeah, yeah, that's potential for March, they mm-hmm. said, but I don't think that's going to happen now. We're in BC, by the way. Um, but they okay, did. It looks like we're supposed to be all vaccinated by, by July. July. And they said, wait, fully vaccinated or first round? First round. Oh, great. Wait, what? Like, every- <laughs> everyone should we'll be vaccinated first. by July. Um, and then it, between the first and the second, it's four months. So I guess oh, okay. by the end of July, I think at least everyone will have Well, because I was just round. reading an article today that said that um, they can start lifting restrictions once people get their first rounds. Because the right. first round does give you a few months of coverage and yeah. whatever. So hopefully but, so, yeah. by summer. 
So it will be another be Zoom able birthday. to yeah enjoy like some of the summer, you know, as like <laughs> yeah. full people outside. To be honest, like I don't really want to be going out and clubbing and stuff. Anyways, like it's gonna take so long We're for clubbing, us to get back. But I just like miss being able to like go out for dinner with Absolutely. people or like just having our friends over. Yeah, because that's been all I want though. Like that's all I've missed is yeah. that. Like I don't really care for the rest of the shit. Yeah, and just, this is how insane we are. Also with COVID restrictions, I haven't even seen my sister. Yeah. Properly, like since Christmas. We didn't even see each other and we live in the same building. Yeah. <laughs> that's how fucking insane. Yeah. And For that's like what three I miss. Months. I miss being able to see the people that I love. Yeah. Like normally. Like, hey, let's grab a beer. Let's go to happy hour. Let's see each other. Like the fact yeah. that I can't even see my sister. You guys, I lived in Canada alone for seven years until she finally came here and now I can't even fucking see her. It's yeah. terrible. <laughs> I just love that we live uh. in the same building, and for the first lockdown, we were not even seeing each other. Yeah. Well, that's because, though, I had a roommate who was working with the public still, and and I think, I don't know if your roommates were working with the public at that point. Um, I don't think so. But I mine was. I so. think so. I think, mine literally managed yeah, a grocery I think store, one so. Of my, yeah, I think one of my roommates was already, like, home in Winnipeg, and then... Right, we, right, We right. were, everyone else was just working from we home. We were just being careful. But we were being, yeah, just <laughs> super nuts, and then we finally... Now we're like we our little bubble. Saw each other and kissed, and it was, it was so great. great. <laughs> um, so Jess is my best friend. Oh. Well, okay, I have to give a shout out to Sadie, otherwise mm-hmm. she will be upset. <laughs> no, wait, Sadie was first. <laughs> Sadie is my OG best friend. She's in Kelowna. <laughs> I do want to have her on the podcast as well, um, but this was obviously easy because you live right here. So Jesse's my best friend. We met. Sadie has a baby. Oh. Hi, Wesley. Hi. Um, Jesse and I met in theater school fucking five years ago. Oh my god, what? Wow. <laughs> really? That's... Oh my god, that's true. It's Feb... Nope, it's March. January 2016. In our second semester is when we actually became friends. Mm-hmm. Like, we were in class together, but and like we did one project together <laughs> in a term. That was a shit show. Um, <laughs> I tried to choke you. <sighs> oh, yeah. I that really started our sexual tension. Oh, true. <laughs> Man. <laughs> um, and then in B-term, we were put into marketing crew together. Literally, we worked so hard for yeah. that show. From and that's that- when we, I think we just automatically respected each other because we both had the same amount of work ethic. <laughs> yeah. And we we're, were like, yeah, we, we're just, we are our people. We we're are two really, yeah, like excellence levels are up yeah. here and we and then literally our blood and soul for everything that we do from then on out we were inseparable yeah. we did everything together at school <laughs> like people saw one of us they expected to see the other yeah to this day people think we actually live yeah. live together not just in yeah. the same building like in she's the same a floor apartment. beneath me and there's only <laughs> nine apartments in this and building everything yeah if someone sees me they always ask how you are and I'm pretty <laughs> sure that if they see yeah. you they ask how I am yeah. you guys are living together right and I just go yep <laughs> sure yeah. It's too hard to explain the whole situation. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. Okay, so you do remember. Um, wait, actually. Wait, what? Do you remember, like, the first time we met? Because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, but we all met during orientation. I, I can think of, like, my first, like, my first couple, like, my first memory of you by yourself, but then my first memory of us together. I, I, I have two that, I, that come to mind. Which are a um, an A term? You just doing your opposite character because you literally <laughs> were just like scary. <laughs> yeah, you just yeah. screamed and yelled and cursed at people, and uh-huh. I was terrified. And I was like, I like it. I think I, <laughs> I, think I scared everyone. Yep. <laughs> and then my other memory, like the first real memory of our friendship, is like well, pub crew, but like. What comes to mind is that Mauritius project that we did together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We dressed up as yeah. like tour guides. Oh yeah, dude. We had a lot of fun with we that. We had one. so much fun. Mm-hmm. I still can see that picture in my head of us posing. Like, yeah. <laughs> Finger guns. So that's and all. like my earliest memory. Yeah. Um, but what what do you think in our five year friendship mm-hmm. is um your most like what is the most what's the word? Um what's the like memory that like represents our friendship the best? What is that word? Do you know? A defining moment. That's what it is. A defining moment in our friendship that was like, that's my person. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't even thought of one, so. (laughs) I, oh man, okay. There's probably so. Oh, I, okay, we have to save some of these for a later segment. Mm -hmm. But I think, I don't know. I think like when I think of like our five-year friendship, the thing that stands out the most is the rats. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, like, well, there's that nightmare. That was just the most dramatic, like, week of our friendship. So I think that kind of represents it the most because we're known for that. Uh, but, well, I was going to say, I think, I mean, on my end, not to get emotional, oh. but, like, during pub crew... Um, my my grandfather on my mom's dad passed away and so I had to leave for like a week to go to Taiwan and Jared from like even before me having to leave and then me coming back and all of that like you were just so there for me oh yeah I remember that and that was don't want to get emotional so I was (laughs) like that I was like this person whoever you know like you're so hardworking and all of these things but you're also just a really good person person and I was like I want to be <laughs> friends with you forever <laughs> Aw, that's so sweet yeah I feel like that didn't come to mind to me because I never knew that like I never knew how much I well, did yeah. for you at that time because that's just the kind of person I am mm-hmm. but like obviously you know we had a special connection all of a sudden so of course yeah, I was like jumped after, to being that kind of person for you right and after we opened um the show Troilus and Cressida yeah. after we opened I stayed I slept at your house remember oh huh. Really? Yeah. I slept over, and it was the first time I Which did. Which house I was living at at that time? It was, I think you were still living with Maggie on that on couch 61st. that opened. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I just, like, wow. stayed there. Because we were st- we were cleaning. Oh, yeah, because like, we were on pub cruise. So we were there until 3 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And you just, like, let me stay, and you were still, like, I know you just come back, so I'm just making sure that Aww. you're okay, like, all of these things. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was so nice. That's so nice. i sure you were, like, do you want coffee? <laughs> <laughs> a little hostess. Aw, I love myself. I love you, too. <laughs> I like how I should have said, I love you. But I'm like, I love me. <laughs> no, I love you, too. Um, okay, so let's get into the acting business. So you came from Brazil, mm. from an Asian family, mm-hmm. 10 years ago? 11 years ago now? 12. 12 years ago now? Mm-hmm. And that wasn't even to come to be an actor. Actually, in August, it would have it will be thir- 13 years. Because I came... Yeah, August 2018, 2008 to go to university. Yeah, and so you didn't even come here for acting. No. I went to school for a program called Digital Enterprise Management at the University of Toronto. And it, this program happens out of the... <laughs> <laughs> digital Enterprise Honestly, Management. neither do, you, do I. <laughs> do you manage uh, digital enterprises? Correct. What the fuck is a digital enterprise? Everything that exists... Kim Kardashian? Well, (laughs) pretty much. But everything that exists um, based off, like, from the Internet's creation onwards. So you can think of everything that happens, like, um, enterprise, um, company-wise, since the start of the Internet. So Web 2.0, cloud um, softwares, um, social media, Amazon e-commerce, like, all of that stuff. All That's a lot. That is related How do you manage that our, shit? <laughs> well, this is what is very interesting. It is different than managing, like, a, a factory, for example, right? Because a factory has, like, real goods that you're producing. That you have yeah. to think about shipping and you need um, – now I don't remember any of the words because that was literally a hundred years ago. <laughs> but yeah, you would need, you know, physical things to come in. You would build a product and then ship it out to like brick and mortar stores and all that stuff. This is all stuff that exists yeah. still, obviously. Yeah. But what do you have with the invention of the internet? You have products that don't physically exist and you're starting to make money off of um, making services or you're, you know, selling your information and your data or you're creating websites and you can make money off of creating websites, off of managing social media, off of wow. being an influencer. <clears throat> like all of this stuff is a completely different world and people needed to learn how to manage that and that's what I studied. And why? <laughs> because, so being Asian, I'm from a Taiwanese family. My dad was like, so do you want to be a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, a scientist, <laughs> um, a banker? Here's your an list. An investor or <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just like gave us a bunch of things that we should do. And I was like, which one is the one with the least amount of math? <laughs> uh, and digital enterprise one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, you know how people here it's so funny. People here talk about like when you don't know what to do, you go and take an English major, like that's your thing. Uh-huh. In Brazil, you do business. No. It's called like the, That's too much. Yeah, when you're like, I don't know what to do with my life, you major in business because you can literally work in anything. Like you can yeah, use I guess. those I mean, skills. I mean lots for of people here get a Bachelor of Arts because that is so applicable to so many things. Yeah. yeah. I just know that because my brother did that and he dropped so, out. So <laughs> out of all of the things that my dad offered, I was like, I 
cannot do math. I know I'm Asian, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, my level of math is not like really, really great. I almost failed statistics in university. So I was like, I'm going to pick business. And then I found the kind of business that had even less math. So like the only math that I ever had to take um, during university was one like science class. So I took like statistics for my science credit and I took one like finance 101, like how to balance a balance sheet type of class. And I did, I got an A on that and I was like, great, easy enough. I can do like, I can balance a a balance sheet. (laughs) And that is only one of your several degrees. I know. <laughs> what the hell? Then you went to school after that again. I sure did. Um, for yeah, marketing? I, no. Business and I went film? to VFS. Vancouver, Something like that? Vancouver <laughs> Film School, correct. And I got an entertainment business management diploma. I knew diploma. there was business in there. Mm-hmm. And wow. it essentially was a, a, a year of learning how to produce everything right. in the industry. So I like produced an, a live event. I produced a al- music <clears throat> album. I produced a short film. I produced... And how long were you doing that before stuff. you then... Became an actor. Well, went to theater school. About a year, yeah. Because I auditioned for studio and NTS in 2015, and I graduated in 2014 from VFS. So it was about a when year. When did you move to Vancouver? In 2013. And when did your dad pass away? 2011. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So then you went. Did you switch? Did you switch careers before or after he passed away? Uh, well, after. There was no way that I no would've, no not to I'd acting done... but to to the business management. Same. No, yeah. the entertainment one. Yeah. That was all before he passed away. No, no, that was after. There was no way so did you that I would into... have done anything that was not very corporate if oh, my dad so, was still so alive. Oh, so your film school thing was your first step into the, right, yeah. away from what your dad wanted you to do. The reason why I did the VFS thing why was Why wouldn't he like that, though? That's still business and... Yeah, but it's in the entertainment industry and yeah. it's so, like, n- unstable. Pickle. Yeah, that my parents would not have been ever okay with it. And, like... Even after my family, even though my dad wasn't around, my family was still like, so how are you going to make money? And I was yeah. like, I don't know. <laughs> Good question. Good cue. Good cue. That was one year at VFS. Yeah. And then you worked for a year and then went to studio. Pretty much. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And then I went that's to studio. And that was a three-year program. Yeah. And that's the last one. No more school. No more. No I, more. Yeah. Literally do not ever want to take another diploma type class um you've said before that your your dad passing away was what kind of allowed you and your sister to do what you actually wanted to do right what was your sister doing before she went into computer science oh god because she's a genius well that's my sister is the kind of person she went through all of high school fucking sleeping in every class and would take get an a plus like a plus 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 in everything and then i show up in high school with the same last name and they're like <laughs> you are disappointing Why us. Why are you getting B's and B pluses? I guess your sister being in computer science though would probably end up being sort of helpful for her career as a musician. Like, well, here's a thing that I didn't know, and this is like because she's a she's musician, a she can tell stuff. me. Like, she makes music. <clears throat> yeah, she. Well, she was also in a metal band, but yeah. that's a whole thing. But yeah, my sister told me that music and math is the same thing. Yeah. It is. What the fuck? I mean, I'm not, I'm not a musician, so I'm, I was I was blown yeah, away. Yeah, it's it's a lot of counting, and and I can't even do like when you want to convert like a time signature and that kind of stuff. I can't do that because it's fucking math. I mean, I learned it in high school, but I couldn't do it now. But it's a lot. That's of what is wild to and, me. Yeah, yeah, because she said it's literally the same thing. And then, well, obviously, and then she went into computer science, and you're learning like calculus one two three four five, and then physics one two three four five, and so her level of like understanding of that kind She's of stuff is. just got it is, all. Yeah, and she's so smart. Um, she after that, because my sister also went through like hundred million universities and stuff. Because she went into a business school for a year and was miserable, and told my parents like, "Fuck this, I'm not gonna do what you." Oh want yeah, me she to rebelled do. first, didn't yeah, she? She was a full right. I remember that rebellious. in your power song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a full rebellious teen, and so because she she was so intelligent that she skipped a grade, so she graduated high school at sixteen. What the hell? Uh, yeah. Like, most people graduated she at 18. She Yeah. What the hell? And she hell? was 16, slept through high school, not didn't give one fuck about anything, and would get a pl- straight A's. So she's, like, that level of genius. Um, <clears throat> she went into business school because my parents were like, you have to. <laughs> um, she took one year of it, was miserable, 
Um, so my parents were like, okay, fine, what the hell do you want to do? She, out of all the options they offered, she chose computer science <laughs> because it was the one that she had some level of interest in. Like she, she was a hacker in as a teen. I don't know if I ever told you, but she would like find out people's passwords and and like hack into their emails and stuff. Melissa, we gonna talk, right? <laughs> and like when we still had what it was a Hotmail or Yahoo Mail or Hotmail. like that kind of stuff yeah. in the in the yeah in the nineties and to early two thousands. Like she was, it was so easy for her to hack into people's like stuff, wow. which was very interesting. Um, but yeah, so she, she went into cooler com- and cooler. she got into computer science. It took her seven years to graduate because she didn't give a fuck. <laughs> and then she spent a ton of years in music school too. And so yeah, and then after computer science, she was like, "Okay, are you?" She worked for Microsoft for a year, and then she told my parents, "Okay, are you guys happy now? Fuck this shit. Now I can be a musician, right?" And then my dad got <laughs> sick. Um, and at the time, that's when she was like teaching piano full time, like she was in fully in music. But then he got sick. My dad, between diagnosis, like cancer diagnosis, he had colon cancer until his death was two months. <gasps> so that changed everything in our family because yeah. he was the healthiest amongst all of us, mm-hmm. the healthiest person. And so because he passed, um, our entire family was like, like, you know what? He was the healthy one. Like, yeah. We, we could have two months left to live. <laughs> like, we need to do what we diem. want. Yeah. So, yeah. And then after that, I think it was a catalyst for everyone to just start to be like, okay, well, you want to do whatever you want to do and be happy? Go do that. Because wow. times, um, life's too short for you to try yeah. to, yeah, power through And now you shit. see him in your dreams. Oh my God, it's so cool. Jesse's so into manifesting and and spirituality, and it's so cool. I don't have the energy and the efforts to keep up with it, so I just get to live vicariously through her. What do you mean? (laughs) I can't commit to it, so I just, you know, watch you do it, and it's super fun. It is really fun, though. Like, I've honestly. But when I'm 30, I'll do it. Uh, Yeah, yeah, you have time. I have have time. time. You're where I was at when I started studio. Exactly. Isn't that crazy? Character development. (laughs) Also, we had a voice a lot stronger now. Yeah, I'm fucking drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's kicked in. It's 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 you know it's on it's going. (laughs) We're on our way. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So, where the hell were we? Well, um, yeah. Oh, I was. Have we even gotten into segments or no, anything? This is still the first one, man. <laughs> How long have we been talking? Like half an hour. Um, okay, one last question about career, and uh-huh. then we're moving on to the right. other segments. You've been busy as hell in mm-hmm. the acting world lately. Mm-hmm. Um, you're taking off right now. How does that feel? Because, like, a year ago, we were, you know, I mean, a year and a bit ago, we were, like, just out of school. No, two years ago, we were just out of school, and, like, things were slow for a bit, and now it's just fucking, you must feel so, like, relieved <laughs> to be a working actor. Um, Honestly, the relief comes from... Knowing you have enough to document on your PR. <laughs> You're like, I don't care about the IMGB credits. I don't care about the money. I just want to fill out my permanent residency. It's literally that, though. <laughs> because when you're in this process and you have to prove that you are a working artist, it's just like you can't just like book one thing and be like, hey, yeah. I make enough money and I'm successful. Like you have to. Yeah, it's so good because like I can't classify myself as self-employed mm-hmm. and as a you know working actor mm-hmm. right now because I don't do it enough. I mean, I get EI right now, but um, you can actually now classify yourself as a full-time actor. Yeah. Like, this year, I had to get a GST number, which is, you know, for international people, it's, like, the tax number that you need to have yeah, to start charging those. GST. Um, so I I have to start um, charging GST because I've made more than $30,000 as a self-employed person. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's so complicated. And that's, like, the first time in my life, and it feels really adult, <laughs> which is very weird. But the, the relief... Is like yeah, it's super cool to be doing all the stuff that I'm doing, and like I finally got my guest star, I finally got a recurring role, like all that stuff. But on set, it's the same, like same thing. I feel like unless you are a celebrity or you have like thousands of followers or whatever, it doesn't really change because everyone yeah, just treats you the same. So that's I'm true. still like people sometimes will see me at the line for crafty and be like, "Are you background or not?" You know. Yeah. <laughs> You don't fucking know who exactly. I am. Yeah. So it's the same, but in terms of PR, I feel fucking great because I'm like seed government. I f- yeah. work. You can't. Well, and then tell also, me the that more that you work. can add to your credits, the more that you'll get auditioned. So. True. Yeah, and that's the other the other thing that I really love is that the auditions that I get, for the most part, 
um, are characters that I have actual meat on them and that and, I can yeah. like really break you find that down you, the auditions. Do you find that a, you were getting a lot of stuff that was like ethnicity wise? Oh yeah, <laughs> all the open ethnicities. Oh, yeah. like yeah, that was. I all get those I got. too, but I'm white, so they, <laughs> they don't really, you know, if they have somebody else there, they're not going to pick me, which is fine. Yeah, but and then like even when we were still in quarantine, one of the first auditions that I got was for a Hallmark movie, and the line was "Merry Christmas." It was a Christmas movie, and oh. my one line for the audition was "Merry Christmas." That was your line, got yeah. it, got and it. And I was it. like, "This is the fucking dumbest thing!" Like, n- literally, anyone can say "Merry Christmas," yeah. and I did not book that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So now I'm actually like last week or so. But did you find that you were getting a lot of roles though that were because they specifically wanted diversity or auditions at least? When it says that they are actively looking for diversity, I feel like it helps me. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's more Mm -hmm. so like when the character is written as that for a reason or it says that they are looking to cast a certain uh, types of people, it's it's a choice. It's not just like a filler in because that this person is diverse. In 2019, it was all... We need more diversity, and so the, all the extraneous random characters are going to be diverse. Like, yeah. that's how they were filling their quota. Oh, but yeah, now it was I'm crazy. A, I didn't work at all in 2019. Yeah, 2019 <laughs> was really rough, but then, that, like, now I'm getting, like, yeah. real roles and stuff. Yeah. Like, like ca- looking for leads and supportings and stuff. Yeah, and those are roles that they've written as a certain ethnicity because they want it to be that. It's, you know, yeah. they've written culture. And or written, at least you know, it's, like... They're um, supporting or like bigger roles, but they are open to and they would like to try to cast more diverse. Yeah. But if it happens, yeah. which it happens a lot, they'll just cast someone from LA who's probably white. <laughs> yeah. But at least they're trying, quote unquote, trying. We're doing air quotes. Yeah. Okay, that was like the longest segment of my life, but that's right? probably always going to be the longest segment because it's introducing people, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. now we're going to play a game. Ooh. This is where I'm going to have the sound cue. <laughs> Once upon a time. Um, this is called joint effort. And it's going to be a joint effort because we're going to improvise a story together. It's going to be interesting to see how different Buds of the Week take this game because mm-hmm. for us we're when we were in theater school this is one of the games you played to audition for the school and mm-hmm. then for two years jesse and i ran the auditions mm-hmm. so we played this game all the time so eh, not all the time but we are very familiar a lot more than the average person yeah, would exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, do we want like a oh, i'm sweating a, already <laughs> i know i hate improv Why yeah do i this? hate improv but i was figured i'd be high so it wouldn't be as you know I wouldn't be as It's just as scary, but at least now you're buzzing. But at least we're not in front of Catherine Shaw, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, correct. Um, do we, did we pick a topic when we do this before, or is it just you go for it? I think you no, just you go, go for, for it. it. So you start by both saying, once upon a time. Oh, yeah, and you have to link arms. You have arms, to link arms. <laughs> which we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And you have to say, once upon a time, we, together. Yeah. And then you go back and forth. Any theater person should know this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you go back and forth, one word at a time. And it always has to be we and not I. Yeah. And in the audition, the whole point is that it's physically active. Oh, yeah. You're supposed to be running around and doing shit, but we cannot do that because here. Because we're not... <laughs> because we're seated. Because we're seated and we're literally plugged into this mic. I don't think we should do... <laughs> I'm <really> nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Huh? Ready? Okay. Three, two, one. Once, Once upon, upon a time... <laughs> I was going nice and slow with it, and you were off on to chapter two already. (laughs) (laughs) It's the beer talking. (laughs) How we normally go like, once upon a time we... I will slow down. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, take two. Once upon a time we... Went... To... The... Grocery... Store... And... Bought... Many... Camila, <laughs> I we no, no you fucked up. Okay, <clears throat> cooked. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were taking the word. I got it. <laughs> we cooked uh, dinner for myself and my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Oh, 
also it's our cousin. Was that me again or was that you? I don't know. Oh, fuck. Okay. <clears throat> you said myself. So, so yeah, true. <laughs> Myself and my fuck. cousin. How did we graduate from the school? Uh, okay, okay, okay. So we cooked dinner for my cousin and myself, for myself and my cousin. And my cousin. Cousin. <laughs> Your turn. Then we decided against dessert. <laughs> because we need to <laughs> strengthen our resolve. <laughs> oh, my abs. Oh, I'm sweating. <laughs> that was a lot. Okay, wait. Is it over? No, we have one final journey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so we cooked. We uh-huh. decided against dessert. We're watching the waistline um, and strengthening our results. <laughs> Suddenly, <laughs> boyfriend. What? <laughs> Suddenly, boyfriend. <laughs> Just call it. That was a full demon. A full demon <laughs> spoke for me. Okay, suddenly, boyfriend, boyfriend appeared. <laughs> Shouting. Hey, you. I want to eat your pie. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I think you're going to take it somewhere, you... <laughs> like, I really thought you were going to say... And you said pie. Hey, pie is more inclusive, okay? <laughs> we all have pies. Not everyone has pussy. <laughs> all right. <sighs> that, was, that was joint effort. Yeah, that was joint effort. <laughs> Insert cue sound here. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so hot now. That was so much. <sighs> okay. Dude. Time for some questions. More questions, but not related to introducing yourself. Okay. Have you ever smoked weed? Uh, yeah. Oh, dude, I went to college. Dude. <laughs> no, see, here's the crazy thing. So in Brazil, it's not allowed. <gasps> so in Brazil, I didn't do it because I was too scared. Hmm. The only time I did it was when I was smoking hookah because hookah is oh, yes. super allowed. Loved, loved I've never that really understood what hookah bars were. What? I've never been to one. Well, is, is it THC? No, it's tobacco. Oh. But so it gives you like flavored. a head rush? So it's like, yeah, it's like vape. It's like vaping. Oh, okay. But with like actual. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. How is it's that? It's probably like... literally the same as vaping. But Hookah it has a charcoal. Must, yeah, they must never, they're never going to open again. Never because of COVID. Nobody's going to be sucking on the or, same you know mouth what? bite pieces. <laughs> Oh um, then they might because I think this is the thing you they bring already your own did. attachment well you could <laughs> you could bring your own but they um, give you like little like plastic coverings like little oh, condoms little, little condoms, condoms. Yeah. if you're your own person like I see personal condoms yeah wait so mouth condoms but did you smoke weed other than that so that's what I was saying like it wasn't until someone a friend like we were in our group we were like hanging out you know watching movies and we all decided to hookah together and then our friend put weed in it, and he didn't <gasps> tell any of us. You must have died. And we were, f- <laughs> we were five sheets to the wind, and we didn't know why. My friend, she's the kind of person that if she has coffee, she will bounce around the world until like you, f- you restrain her. She's that level of energetic, and she could not stop laughing. And we were like, "What the fuck?" And it wasn't until. Antoine, I'm calling you out until Antoine was like, you guys, I actually put some weed in there. And we were like, ah. I felt so bad because I was like, oh, my God, I did something illegal. So because, you know, Jesse's a very correct person. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was my first experience with weed, but I didn't know about it. So it happened wow. to me. I didn't choose it. And then I came to Canada and I was in Toronto for the most part. So I didn't do it there until... I had a boyfriend in my, like, second or third year, and he used to do, um, do pot. Oh he God. used to do the pot, Jeez. dude. Yeah. He used to s- smoke joints with his friends. He had, like, he was a break dancer. He was in his crew, dancing crew, and they all oh, used to. sounds so cool. Right? Why didn't you work You know what's out? really crazy? <laughs> no, but here's the thing that's really crazy. He actually, um, had two kids 
got married with this chick who I for sure thought that he had a thing for. While you were together? Um, I think he was attracted to her because she's from Japan. So he went to Japan, met her. They danced together, that kind of stuff. Mm. And once he came back, I was pretty sure that they were attracted to each other. But we were dating and she was in Japan. So there was nothing to worry about. But then one day... She came to visit to Canada, and I was like, um, I don't know. And then out of nowhere on Facebook, she was pregnant with his baby. <gasps> and I was like, I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, your instinct never lies. So first lesson in spirituality, your instinct never lies oh to you. Oh, my God. Yeah, and you know. I know. You know. Fine. You have a really good... Uh, I have a great instinct that I just choose not you to just, believe. Yeah, don't, you just don't <laughs> listen to it. You gaslight yourself. Oh, but then once I'm done, I'm like, I was so right. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Except, yeah. you know, you should have learned that in the first place. <laughs> My it's intuition okay. is like literally 90% of the time, it's right. People just, you know, I'm very easily gaslighted. So, yeah. well, yeah. <laughs> I was even doing like, intuition tests on nice. TikTok, mm-hmm. and they were like, which rock will I pick up? And I was like, that one. And I was always I right. don't always get it. I was, I think I've done them like maybe like seven or eight times. I only one I got wrong. Wow. It was wild. I so got like one out of three, trust I it, I guess. See, but yeah, you have a really strong intuition. You just have to listen to it. I mean. I'm doing that more now. We all should listen to our um, instincts and impulses and stuff. But as an actor especially. Oh, yeah. I know. The more that you just bring your acting training into real life. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, man. Correct. Like, when I told my friend Luke, who's going to be a guest on the podcast, I think next week. Lucas. Uh, when I told him about Don't Play the Obstacle, he was, like, mind blown by it. And I was like, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Like, don't play what's standing in your way. Play your goal. And he was like, holy shit, that's so... And I was like, theater school is no joke, man. Yeah. We're professing our feelings at 8 a.m. Well, the lesson that I always tell my students, quote, unquote... Um, or anyone who asks me about, like, acting, I always tell them, think about acting. And I'm um, too drunk and I can't remember. <laughs> Go to actingexpanded.com. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Acting Expanded. <laughs> I will give you a coupon code. I will, I will. Wait, what was the Jared name? 10. <laughs> Use code Jared 10 for 10% no, off your first do, lesson like, now. You actually want to do what? 10. You actually want to do one? I could. Yeah. I could. <laughs> oh, my okay. God. What a great idea. <laughs> we just had it live on the show, folks. <laughs> okay, how much are we giving them, or what are we giving them? A few moments later. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> Jesse is willing to offer a coupon code to the audience. <laughs> Jesse is willing. We have strong-armed her. We have, we <laughs> have taken a break, and we have drawn up some contracts. <laughs> <laughs> we got our lawyers involved. And now I have remembered what I wanted to say. The best thing for an actor, for you to really develop Stay tuned craft, for a coupon code. Is. A coupon code? Correct. <laughs> no, it's to know yourself. Yep. And also know, like, how to actually bring yourself to the work. Yeah. Because that was my problem mm-hmm. in theater school. I felt like the I had to hide being gay. The more you know yourself, the better. Yeah. So once you mm-hmm. get to know all of yourself, you can choose which parts of you can actually bring to your work. You got it. That was revolutionary all for right. me. All right. Coupon So time. speaking of, yeah, acting and all that, if you want to learn more fun tips, <laughs> Jesse has full courses online at actingexpanded.com. <laughs> Course singular. Well, she's a mini course. course and a full course. Yeah, I have a free course that shows you what you would get in the full course. The full course is called Acting After Graduation. It doesn't mean you have to go to school. It's just the like basics of the beginnings of having an, an acting career. So it'll teach you how to put a demo reel together, get headshots, um, resumes. All um, the basics that you need to know. Finding an agent, all yes. that stuff. Yeah. So you can go to Jesse's website, <laughs> actingexpanded.com, mm-hmm. and if you use the coupon code, hey buds twenty, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey buds, hey buds, hey buds twenty, mm-hmm. you can get twenty percent off. Of course, that's thirty dollars saving. Thirty dollars. I asked Alexa, and she told me that that was correct. <laughs> Thank you, Alexa. Yeah. So okay. So that's great. Get some acting shit done, fam. Um, so about, we're on a few, um, another question about Mary Jane and her friends. Um, when you are high, what feelings do you get? Sleep immediately. <laughs> That's it. That's it. It's nice. just like full on. Yeah, you get so sleepy. Yeah, I get really sleepy. No matter what, even if it's a sativa no. or an indica, yeah. it doesn't matter to you. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I just fully just want to sleep. And if I fight the feeling, 
I go so inward because I'm the kind I'm an introvert. Right. Yeah, I'm the yeah. kind of person that I'm like already overthinking what I'm saying. So when I'm high, it's even worse. So it takes me three times the amount of time to like say something. And I Whoa. hate it because if I'm in the middle of a group conversation, I want to say something, but I overthink it. And then by the time I express my opinion, it's like three minutes too late. And then people are like, that's, that's wild. We talked about that like a hundred years like, ago. For me, it's like the kind of the opposite. Like for me, it helps with my anxiety and insomnia, which we've talked about. But like it... What the what the bump? <laughs> just had a stroke. <laughs> it chills me out and it helps me sleep because I cannot fucking sleep at night. Um, and it, it it helps with anxiety. So it's funny that you get like the opposite effect. I get more it. anxious because yeah, I, keep I mean, thinking, a lot of people do. Yeah, I feel, keep thinking, oh my god, now people are judging me. Now they know that I'm high. They know that I can't think. They yeah. know law. Yeah, it's awful. So then, what do you use to um to get the same kind of feeling that like I get out of it? Like you know. Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say fucking, like, manifesting and shit. No! No! <laughs> so you do love your wine. No, well, you know, here's the thing. What I get from meditating is, for a fact, what I could get from doing psychedelics. True, true. But instead which, of... <laughs> Instead ah. of doing the psychedelics, instead of using mushrooms, which you I do never, it manually. I've never done any drugs aside from marijuana. And, and microdosing mushrooms, which doesn't. True. I stopped but that doing doesn't, it. Well, I don't like the, the feeling it gives me for the first like five hours. Mm. Like afterwards, I like it, but it makes me anxious when mm. I first take it because okay. I just get a ton of energy yeah. and it has nowhere to go. And so then I just feel and then I, I, I start to like it. My eyes get a bit heavy, too. Which, like, it makes me feel like the same feeling as when I'm high, Mm -hmm. but I'm not actually high. But I'm just, like, I just feel anxious because there's just all this energy and I'm not really... I mean, I suppose... out. Well, yeah, that's probably better. (laughs) But it it always... It also made me a bit sleepy, too. And, like, when I first take it, I would get all this energy, so my body would just get tired. That's so weird. Yeah. After that, I liked it. But, like, I... every At least the last, like, four or five times that I'd taken it, I always was like, oh, I hate this feeling I get, like, after the first couple hours. That's very odd. Yeah. And, it ha- like, I was tracking it. Like, it happened every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, this is definitely... Oh, okay. You know? Because, like you said, you got, like, hyper-focused when yeah. you did it, which mm-hmm. is, like... That's probably the same effect. Yeah. I just have nothing to focus on because I'm sitting at home alone. <laughs> well, it's mostly because, like, I have Hello. very, um... I'm, like, pretty sure that I fucked up my adrenals because I've just, like, since the age of, like, 12, I just only slept for, like, five hours a day um, until I was, like, in school until I was 28 or something. So now I'm always extremely fatigued. And so I think, like, for me, if I got that burst of energy, it would just be like, oh, I'm just awake now yeah, it's like finally. if I had coffee yeah. yeah but it's not coffee it's the microdose great see I'm always at 100 but I think so. you're always yeah I think your energy Dude, level imagine what I'm gonna actually be like when I actually have mushrooms but no I feel like that's different because it takes well, you all the way there whereas exactly. this is like it's just a little bit of energy yeah. whereas oh my god I have yeah. some mushrooms and never done it well I did once but it wasn't strong enough so I didn't get anything mm. but I really want to do it right what was I saying Oh, right. So meditation, the the effects that I get from meditation is like psychedelics. Mm -hmm. Like I have seen things. I have traveled to different astral places and that (laughs) kind of stuff via meditation. Um, Never done psychedelics, but I'm pretty sure it's the same kind of effect from what I've read. And I'm very interested in like psychedelics and stuff. So for sure we'll do it when the sun is out and we can get to get high in nature and that kind Mm. of stuff. Um, So if I'm ever, like, stressed or anything, I just drink. Just drink, which is kind of dangerous, right? Like, there was one time in 2018, 2019 that I was like, am I becoming an alcoholic? <laughs> because I, I feel like I need and to drink we just day. made a skit about it. Um, yeah, we made a skit about it. And then I, I think I took 45 days off. Like, I don't, I don't know if you I remember. remember like, yeah, yeah, I was just, like, off of alcohol for 45 days. And then I realized that, oh, yeah, it's it, – it was not an addiction, but it became a it's like habit. A mechanism, a coping. Yeah, mechanism. it became a, a very easy coping mechanism, and I yeah. was like, you know what? I need to substitute the alcohol with different things, and so now I do do other things. But whenever I just want to have fun, yeah, I fucking drink. Hello. Oh, yes. um, okay, if you could pick mm-hmm. three things in life mm-hmm. that make you happy, nipples. Uh, that was so fast. <laughs> <laughs> but like, just your own or what? <laughs> Obviously, I'm not gonna dingle someone else's. <laughs> okay, 
I'm not lesbian, even though I fucking you wish wanna I be. would. You want to be. You wish you were. Dude, if I was bi, I literally, I've, re- I've had this stance since I was 14, that if I was bi, my life would be easier. If I was straight, my life would be easier. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, yeah, because you could have more options. Exactly. We both like men, and we both hate men. <laughs> Truly. So, like, we wish that we had we other both options. like oh, men yeah, and wish penises, but... The men and the penises that we have met were yeah. all awful. Dude, I could treat a woman <laughs> so good. You, which you do. <laughs> I can tell you, listener, that he really does. He treats me like a queen. <laughs> <laughs> you do too, because we decorate each other's apartments oh and gosh. stuff, and we give each other gifts all the time. Well, you sent me that TikTok though. What? Those friends, oh yeah, those friends that have those a platonic friends marriage. that are platonically uh, married. That's us. But you don't want kids. True. <laughs> I would have many fur babies with you. Let's get, okay, we can just get our corgi. Wait, what was the question? Three what? Three things that make you happy. You. Oh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> when I get to do what I want, number one. That's when I'm That was always, number two, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Number one was you, but like the, <laughs> the w- getting to do what I want is like uh, also a huge thing that I feel mm-hmm. like always makes me really happy. Um, and three is to see all the people that I love really happy and successful and doing good too. Because that's a huge that's so thing. so selfless. Oh, so pure. <laughs> Saying to me now, <laughs> I am the fucking Asian Mother <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, so now we said we said in the beginning that we had some crazy stories. Yeah. This is a segment called "You're Not Gonna Believe This." Oh, you're not gonna believe this. Um. So this How is the- like where we can each <laughs> each pick a fucking buck nutty story about our friendship. <laughs> I already texted you this, but when I touch your dick in Shakespeare class, yes. Shakespeare monologues class, in like C term, so that you was like, like a year into our yeah, relationship. Yeah, but you need to you need to expand on that. How how that happened? <laughs> it was literally in class, and you were instructed we were to do so. Correct, correct. Yeah, but not in like a you know, not like a, my my teacher. Okay, here's what Dale said. She said. When you do your monologue, the set because I had done it and she was like, "Okay, great, that was good, but let's add more stakes." So she said, "She whispered into your ear." She whispered into nobody my else ear. could hear this. Jared was my scene partner, mm-hmm. so I was directing my monologue at him, and she said, "Speak with your mouth, but from down there." And she winked at me, and I was like, "Wasn't it lips?" Yeah. Speak from your lips, but yeah. like not those ones. Speak from <laughs> yeah. your lips, but from down there. That's what yeah. she said, and I. She winked, and I was like, gotcha. Okay, and before anybody goes buck nutty over that, that does not mean talk with your vagina. <laughs> like, it doesn't mean... Like, <laughs> Don't just, like, queef all And it doesn't through. even mean, like, imagine you're speaking from your vagina. It just means, think of this from a, a more of a romantic, sexual standpoint. Like, right. this because is... My those are the stakes there. Is Portia from Julius Caesar? No, what's the name of the play? <laughs> Julius... Not Julius Caesar. What's the name of the play? <laughs> I don't know Shakespeare really well, okay? Sorry. <laughs> Which one was it? I think it was Julius, Julius Caesar. Caesar. Yeah, it was. Okay, great. Yeah. And I'm Portia, and I'm talking to Brutus, my Okay, well, husband. duh, that's Julius Caesar. Brutus. Is Brutus, Is Brutus sick? sick? <laughs> <laughs> Is Brutus sick? Oh. Oh, steal from his horse. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so I'm talking to my husband, and she was like, you can use other ways of trying to get him to do, like, bend him towards your will. Yeah, that are not just, like, chastising him as a naggy wife. Like, you can try to seduce him. So that was what she was trying yeah, to say. seduce. That's what the word is. But, um... <laughs> she she got just, carried like, away. fully got on my knees <laughs> and, like, started to unbuckle Jared's belt. <laughs> and at some point, I put my hand on his dick. <laughs> And I didn't even ask for Jared. It was consensual. I, I was okay with it. Right, but I didn't ask you before yeah. because Dale whispered that note into my ear, so you yeah. had no idea I had what no I idea. was gonna do. You were people just would think that like that was inappropriate for Dale to do, but I don't fucking care. Like, well, 
Also, she, you We've know, we create, we create such an environment of trust in your little cohort in mm-hmm. theater school. So, like, anything goes because, you know. Yeah. We all know each other. I also... We were best friends at that point. That was our third semester, so right. we were already, like, And the thing boots. is, in the moment, I didn't realize that I had touched his dick. I put my hand over your pants. Yeah. Close to your genital area. <laughs> but I didn't know that that was your dick because I was so in character. But then after you were like, no, you fully, like, <laughs> touched my mushroom cap. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't think those are the words that I would have used. <laughs> but <you> correct. Sure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, my, Goodness. you're not going to believe this. I think um, either the rats, which we talked about earlier, so I guess we should expand we should, on. Yeah, we should talk about that. Um, and then also just the time that we took edibles on Canada Day. That was just a crazy time. Or me at Pride. That was even worse when I was just basically so hot. Like, that was the first time I had taken that specific edible, and I took way too much. And Jesse literally had to be like, left, right, left, <laughs> right. <laughs> and we were going to see Trixie Mattel, and oh. I was literally holding on to the fence because I literally could barely stand. I was so high, and I was like, I want to remember Trixie. I want to experience her. So I just stared at the floor for as long as possible so that I could get sober. And, you held and it kind of worked. You held yeah, on to the too. fence and stared at the floor for While we were standing there waiting minutes. for her to come on for so long yeah. I just was like focus 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 mm-hmm. okay but that's not my story my story is the rats um and so um our kitchen was being renovated when we were in theater school mm-hmm. and uh, are they gonna be mad that we're telling the world that it had rats no because it wasn't the school like it wasn't studios problem it was like Langara College Langara College had a really bad <laughs> mice problem yeah and we were the, happened to have the and theater school in the fucking basement that's the thing it's like I'm pretty sure the cafeteria might have been okay but we are the only program in that entire college that yeah. have a kitchen we yeah. have a kitchen we have a um, food shower storage. food storage we have like a whole area for yeah. people to fucking live in the school because we do yep <laughs> And so the kitchen was being rent. No, it wasn't even the kitchen at first. It was the food storage room. Yeah, it was just the storage room. And it, it was a pub. There was a yeah. There was a mice infestation, and so we got hired to take care of it. Um, and that we did for several days. Um, it was and it was it was a nightmare. It was. The first day we didn't even wear masks and we kind of oh. got a little bit sicky. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then we got our gloves and everything, and it was mm-hmm. it was just chaos. And it was we, there was just a lot of screaming. <laughs> and then we saw we found, live mice. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. we saw dead mice. Dead um, mice, live mice. Mm-hmm. We could also call on the the pest control people of the college to help us when there when we did find live mice, thankfully, True. or even dead. Like they would take care of them. We were just killing them. And we were just trying to poop. disinfect and clean. Yeah, yeah, all of the things that were. Because it was all in, like, one closet, right? Yeah. And so... There were so many things in there. And all... Yeah, there was, like, voice um, balls and equipment in there. Yeah. And then there was also the food that we used for the, the parties, food. like, dry pasta, dry oatmeal, yeah, like, that kind of stuff. they made homes in that shit. Yeah, and then They there literally was also, took pasta and made little homes. Yeah, like, and there was, like... Posters or other paper in paper, there, yeah. too. Yeah. It was wild. So all of but that that wasn't even the was thick of it. It was the fact that after we learned that the kitchen had it, too. Because then we were hired afterwards to clean out the kitchen because they were going to be renovating it. So we had to take everything out of it. Full mice infestation. Oh, my god. To the point that one of them, we thought that it was dead, and Jesse pulled out a box, and the fucking thing dropped out of it and started to run away. So I acted like a little Spider-Man and took a box that was nearby and threw it over top of it. And I caught it, and we just screamed so loud that the pest control, um, what are they called? Shipping and receiving people. They came running down, and we were like, we got one. <laughs> and he just squished it to yeah. death, which was He was trying to catch horrifying. it. He was trying to get it on, like, sticky tape, I think, yeah. which is still not that good for them. But um, yeah, and he just it went under the flap, and he just pressed down on it. Yeah. Sorry, vegans. <laughs> but they were such a problem in the school. But, like, yeah. at a, you know, to a certain point when we were dealing with as much as we were dealing with, I was like, at this point, they can't be here. And we can, there's nothing we can do for them. They have destroyed our lives. So <laughs> we need to take theirs. <laughs> the thing is, there was just so much shit yeah. everywhere. Yeah. It was more shit than there was, like, a surface of a table. Yep. It was more shit yep. than that. And I was yep. like, at this point, Well, because people were leaving full food in there, open, oats, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. It was yeah. bad. So we cleaned it all out, and, and I'm happy to report that Studio 58 has been mice-free since 2018. <laughs> well, and then it got infested with, like, other Moths. stuff. But that was not... But that was, that not, was not on us. <laughs> that was a donation of clothing that yeah, that, that was a don- whole turn. Yeah, that was clothing donations. Um, yeah. But that, those were our... Um, 
our, our stories. Okay, this is our final segment. <laughs> and this now this is going to be the emotional one. Oh. Oh, this is To Be Blunt. Uh-huh. What I like about you. So this is a segment where I tell my guests three, my buds, my buds, three things that I like about them. A nice happy way to end the show. Are you ready? I, yeah. I had to think about this, not because there's not things to like about you, but because mm-hmm. there was so many things to like about you. So I narrowed it down. Thank you, Mama. Okay. My, thank you, Mama. Thank My you, first Mama. one is <laughs> your constant imparting of wisdom and advice while still maintaining your own boundaries. Yay. And then I also wrote, I may not take your advice, but I appreciate it. <laughs> because you yeah. always, you, you have, uh, you've, you know, you've lived a few more years than me and a few more lives than me, I think, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you always have such great advice. and But you are very good, and I need it sometimes, of being like, okay, you're not doing anything, so I can't give you any more advice. Like, here's my advice, here's my opinion, but if you're not going to take it or if you can continue to make those mistakes, I can't give it to you anymore. Well, and that taught me how to also ask people if they have the mental space to um, right. to have the conversations like that. Yeah. And the, here's the thing. It's like I don't have stakes on your life, right? Like yeah. you have the stakes in your life. So I can only tell you things that I'm like, okay, I think that this is not so healthy for you. Yeah. But if you have to do it, you have to do it. Like you have to do it so that you can learn from whatever that experience is. I have nothing to do with that. Like just – If you are not going to follow my advice, it's okay. Like, there's no way that you could ever disappoint me or that I'd be like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. Like, all that stuff. It's just like, I'm here if you need a sounding board. Well, yeah. And that's been, like, over the last couple years is that you've kind of gotten that, like, Mm -hmm. you know working for you yeah. so it's like I could like in two years that's where I'll be home <laughs> I remember the first time though that you were like you're not changing things I can't give you this advice anymore and I was like <gasps> <laughs> oh no it was when I was working at David's Tea oh, and I constantly 100%. bitched about David's yeah, Tea yeah because every day you were complaining about someone and then after like 300 days I was like okay it's almost a full year now why are you still working there <laughs> you need to stop working there <laughs> or you can't complain about it anymore <laughs> yeah Good times, good times. Okay, number two is you demand nothing less than what you deserve, and I've watched you become that kind of person, and it's inspiring me to become one too. That's basically what I just kind of said. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. It's true though. Like, I've seen your journey over the last couple years of you becoming so much more independent and self reliant and and spiritual and all that, and I'm not there yet. Well, but you're showing me how to get there. <laughs> and we each have our journeys. So exactly. if you don't need to do this, yeah, it's I don't picture my higher okay. self. I just picture you. <laughs> and you know what? Who I picture? I picture Lizzo. <laughs> I think of little Lizzo and I'm like, I cannot disappoint great. her. So I'm almost connected to Lizzo. So it's go. great. It's a yeah. good system we've got going on. degrees of separation. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, my last one is... The countless things you do for me. <gasps> Always decorating my door, coming through with my recent breakup. And my favorite one that you've ever done for me is when you FaceTimed my mom for my graduation solo show. <gasps> oh, my god! I cried because my Indeed. mom couldn't come to my show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Jessie literally went down onto the stairs in front and FaceTimed mm-hmm. her my show while mm-hmm. on, like, literally while it was happening. So she could see my show live. Yeah. It was the best. She was so grateful for that. Oh, so glad. Yep. And then, like, oh, my God, like, when I got dumped, everybody was doing things for me. It was crazy. But, like, you just, you know, did so much. And then we got to have our little drinking nights. And you, like, what did you, you gave me something. Oh, it was for Valentine's Day, the dog and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, every, you gave me a gift for Valentine's Day because I was going to be alone this year. And we kind of always do that. Well, yeah, but. <laughs> you decorated my door, too, for Valentine's exactly. Day. Exactly. Like, this year, you literally said that. When you were with that partner, you were like, okay, I'm so excited to finally have a Valentine's Day where I have a partner. And then you guys broke up right before. And you were like, the first thing you thought about was how bad Valentine's was going to suck because you had just broken up with someone. And I'm like, I'm going to change this around. Because this is stupid. Like, Valentine's Day is a whatever day. Like, it shouldn't be a big deal. But because it is a big deal for you, (laughs) I am not going to let this idiot... Ruin it. <laughs> it was so nice. And I literally sleep with that dog every night. Yeah. Snuggle it right up. We did it. We did it. We did a show. Yay. Yay. Uh, oh my God. First guest, it popped your cherry. How, how drunk are you now? 
Um, pretty drunk. I need to pee, so I know that this. <laughs> I know that my body's like, well, it's time. It's time yeah. to get rid of this alcohol. I'm like coming down from the edible now, which is a good like chill, chill feeling. Awesome. Good to know. Yeah, we did and, it. And um, now I'm like so you know like relaxed. Yeah. I don't care about anything, which is what I love about alcohol. I don't care You're about anything. You're not going back to work on your PR now, are you? Um, I don't want to. There's a part of me that I wouldn't be surprised if Jesse, like sober Jesse, was like, we're going to fight You like this. working when you're drunk. We did a teleparty <laughs> where you watch a movie together and you, we do drinking games. It's all online. And fucking Jesse was drunk and she worked out after it like I midnight. I did. And then I finished the beer after. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the point in even working out? Because sometimes he, the thing is, do you... Do you ever procrastinate on things or feel lazy? Like, that... Do I ever not? Right. So that's all mental, right? You just have this mental resistance when you're like, there's things that I know that are good for me that I want to do, but I'm not going to do it because I'm feeling too lazy now. Uh uh But when I drink, it takes away every single inhibition that I have. So you're like, let's run a marathon at midnight, Exactly. So (laughs) if I feel like working out, I'm like... Why okay. did I put it off? I should just work it out now and then I go and do it. You're just <laughs> But I already simple. worked out like, today. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I already worked out. I already meditated. So we're good. Wow. Yeah. I didn't do any of that. It's okay. What did you, what, I don't even <laughs> what know. Did what did you do today? I don't know. Oh, I had an audition today. Holla. Hey, hey, hey. So. Yeah. You also got really emotional in it. It was great. I did. Okay. While singing a song mm-hmm. that I can't probably mention, but yeah. 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 I loved it. I hope it. Thanks. I hope you book it too. Oh, it'd be nice. It's you're due. I'm due for a fucking. You're due gig, a man. one, like at least one booking because you've been consistently putting out really good self tapes. Thanks, avocado. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the end, folks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we'll oh need gosh. to have you again so we can di- dive deeper into manifestations and oh, stuff sure. like that. Oh sure. I have a lot to say on spirituality, so yes. anytime, anytime you're interested in that kind of. Woo-woo Woo-woo stuff. shit. I yeah. love the woo-woo. Mm-hmm. Especially when I'm high. Yeah. I even have stories from my mom. I told you. You what? I told you yesterday, like, one of my mom's stories. Um, oh, like yeah. The psychic oh, and that's stuff. a whole other thing, too. Yeah. Yes, yes, I have a lot of stories that. that are not just mine. Like, Yeah. We'll have cool to have you. Stuff. Okay. Our outro is THC. What is it? THCU? No. THCU later? Is that what? It, what the fuck is my own outro? <laughs> Well, good thing I'm the first guest. It is THC later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't okay. know. Is there? Is it a song? No, it's just THC you later. Okay. Are you ready? THC you later. <laughs> <laughs>